What's going on, everybody? New Wave Podcast back in the building. We here. I got the lights off. I didn't want too much in the background for the live, the Instagram live. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. The wait is over. I'm back in the building. I'm here, and we gonna have some. We gonna have. We gonna make some good conversation today. Let me get this shit popping. Thank you, everybody, once again. The wait is over. New Wave Podcast is back. New season. New season, we back in the building. So, you know what I'm saying? I took a lot, I took a little bit of time off. I was getting my little, you know, my shit together to grind on. The background is different. You know, usually I have the big shit in the background, but today we're gonna take a break from that. I was making I was doing some paintings. I had some I got some paintings on the table. Tonight, we're gonna kick it. Early I told everybody, we're gonna talk about Takashi 69 versus hip hop. You know, I know I went away for a bit, and I didn't get a chance to touch on a lot of topics that I wanted to talk about. But today we're talking about Takashi Six Nine and hip hop. Takashi versus hip hop. Should hip hop pay him any attention? Should they dismiss him? Should they like revoke his hip hop pass? I mean, not because he told, but because he's starting to be annoying. He's starting to be annoying. But we're gonna make some comparisons. We're gonna compare him to other people and why. Um, we're going to play the little devil advocate here. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, the Brooklyn Nets. But before we talk about the Brooklyn Nets, after Katashi, we got to talk about Bobby Smurda. Bobby's home. We're going to talk about Bobby Smurda. What will, will he, will his, will the weight, will the weight of him, is, will it be worth it? Will he put out some quality music? Because Bobby only put out one song, and that's um, the Shmoney Dance thing. And then he put out Computers with Roddy Rebel. But can he put out music? Can he be the reason why we stop talking about Takashi 69 as far as hip-hop goes? Because whenever this young boy makes a YouTube video, he's relevant. You know, so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk a little bit about Bobby. We're gonna talk a little bit about Takashi. We're gonna talk about the Brooklyn Nets. We gotta mix some sports into this. We're gonna um we talking Brooklyn Nets because what we wanna know is the question is, can they win a championship? Is it is it championship or bust for them? Do they have to win a championship? Me personally, I think they gotta win a championship. I think Brooklyn has to win a championship. This year, not next year, not the years down the line. I think the time is now. The the time is now. You know, so if the Brooklyn Nets don't win this year, it's a it's it's a waste of a season. It's a waste of a season, whatever people might say. So let's get on. Let's get down to business. New Wave Podcast. We here. We in the building. Shout out to everybody that might be tuning in. Shout out to everybody. Um, shout out to all the podcasters out there that's doing their thing. Shout out to everybody that's getting it, that's trying to, that's um doing something different, that's creating a lane. Everybody that's out there that's doing their thing. This episode is sponsored by Twenty One Twenty Seven CBD. Twenty One Twenty Seven CBD. This um these. This young lady, she has her own CBD business. She's doing big things. She's doing numbers. She's making it happen. If you into CBD, if you're not into CBD, you might not want to smoke it. You might want to get like some rubs for your lady, something like that, some 
some shit to smoke out of, some like bongs and shit. They have it all. 2127 CBD. The link is in the bio. If you like it, if you like CBD, if you don't like CBD, try this stuff out. Give it a try. I mean, only thing you can do is be like, nah, I'm good. Just give it a try. You might you might see something on the website that you like. They don't just sell CBD. They sell other uh, marijuana-related pro- products also. So you look at the website. Give it a check. Give it a look at. You won't be mad. You're going to see something you like. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So 2127 CBD. Check them out. You won't be upset. Yo, so recently, you know, Takashi 69 just came up. Out of the blue. The young boy came out of the blue with a song. Um, whatever the fuck the song name is. I don't know the song. I didn't even listen to it. I heard a snippet of it on his um, Instagram page. I said, all right, here he come. You know, the video was okay. But let's get down to the business. He started, he came out. And when I seen the thing, when I seen... When I seen that he came at Meek Mill, he came at Meek Mill a few weeks ago. Meek coming out the club, Takashi Six Nine got the phone. You pussy, you pussy, you bitch. Da ba da da da. Baza baza ba. I looked at that and I said immediately, I said this is a publicity stunt. They put him up to this. I said this is all to promote an album or a video, song, something. I knew it from off the rip. I said, because this kid is a crafty little motherfucker. He's crafty and he does things like this for shock value. He does it for shock value. He's a YouTuber. Anything he does on YouTube goes all the way up. All the way up. Instagram, all the way up. They let him do all this crazy shit. So Meek Mill did not have to say anything. Meek Mill could have looked at him and said, yo, shorty, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you rolling up on me like that? But Meek Mill did not do that. You know what Meek Mill did? He got involved. He got involved. And Meek Mill basically was letting him know. You know, I, I heard spit flew out of somebody's mouth and stuff like that. You know, Meek Mill was telling him, like, you soft, this, that, and the third. You a bitch. You a rat. All that. But... What Meek Mill messed up his music career by responding the way he responded. You know, he messed up his music career, and I'm a, I'm a Meek Mill fan. I fucks with Meek Mill. But all these other podcasters are not keeping it 100 when it comes to what happened that night. You know, they saying, oh, well, Meek Mill got money. He shouldn't have did this. This kid came on, came up to him in a threatening manner with his security guards. Meek Mill was with his security guards. Meek Mill was supposed to be all over this kid, beating the fucking snot out of his ass. It would At that point, it would have been security versus security because we fighting. And I don't care what none of these dudes say. These dudes might say, oh, he bigger than that. He's on a different plateau. He's a millionaire. So what? So the fuck what? He's also a rapper from the streets of Philadelphia. And if you listen to his music, 
It's only right he pop off. It's only right he pop off. I don't want to hear no other podcasters say Meek Mill should have did anything other than whoop his ass. You know, so the sugar coating stops now. You know what I'm saying? These dudes is right here, is out here fraud. Now, good thing he didn't have his crew around him, his Philadelphia crew or whoever he run with. Because it would have been mayhem in that parking lot. And I think it was by design that that young boy jumped out on him. I think, you know what I'm saying? It could have been like a situation where his camp paid Meek Mill or something like that. The shit was staged. It was corny. But we're going to sit here and, and I want my question is, do you think Takashi 6 9 should be canceled from hip-hop? Not from telling... But from but because he's doing a lot of corny shit. Is that hip hop? They involving a lot of theatrics in this music business, and it's starting to get a little corny. You understand what I'm saying? It's really starting to get tiring to watch. To the to the fact where to the point where um dudes don't even care for rap no more. Nobody cares for rap. Everybody's riding this little baby wave, but that shit gonna fizzle out soon because he's not that guy. In my opinion, that's my humble opinion. He's definitely not that dude. It's to the point where you see Drake ain't even putting out music, probably because they know the lane of rap is starting to go down. It's not going up, it's going down. You got rappers now talking about the most stupidest shit. You know, you got the kid, Takashi 6 9 rapping about the most dumbest shit ever. Nobody knows what he's talking about in those lyrics. Those lyrics are bullshit. But hip-hop keeps letting him do it over and over and over and over again. Hip-hop keeps letting him do what he does. Um, In my opinion, he's taking advantage of the game. Of the hip hop, of the hip hop music game, he's showing he's showing you the flaws in it, and he's letting you do all this. He's showing you that you can do all this crazy shit and be heard in music. Let me take a break real quick. The drink of choice tonight was Honey Jack Daniels. Shout out to Jack Daniels drinkers. Ooh, that was Honey Jack Daniels. But yeah, my my point is Takashi Six Nine is 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 terrible as a rapper. Now, when I compare we compare careers, it's almost like he's taking a page of Tupac book. He's not Tupac in no way, shape, form, or fashion. But he's taken the antics that Tupac did and implemented them in his career. Well, that got Tupac killed. So you might not, you might want to change your shit up, because what he's doing is he's playing with fire. And now the way the world is now, a lot of people want to get at the young boy. So you got drama coming from this 
all different angles. People don't like you. They don't like you. They do not like him. And he will soon see that people don't like him. When his security just be like, yo, nah, we ain't with it. We ain't with it. We ain't with it. We ain't condoning your shit no more. We're definitely not doing that no more. We're not doing that. Because the security, let's be, let's, be, let's be clear. The security is going to run out. The money for the security will run out. People, people will start, they'll start to be like, nah, we ain't want to fuck with this young boy no more. He's starting to do too much. He's starting to do too much. You know what I'm saying? So, the security will run out, and eventually you'll have to lean on your street motherfuckers for help. Or regular people. Your regulars. And that's some scary stuff like that, because people seen what he did. They, they witnessed him do crazy shit. They will. They probably gonna be like, nah, dog. Like we ain't fucking with you like that. Is you crazy? Motherfuckers don't even don't even. That shit don't fly over here. You know, it's the antics are what's gonna come back to bite them. Mocking these dudes, these dead guys, and coming at the Chicago gang life. Um, doing it. Let these dudes do that. Putting them on live and these dudes is flashing guns. They are they showing you that they bought that life. They showing you that they coming for you. They gonna tear your head off. They literally showing you that if they catch you slipping, you gonna slide. It's what they're showing him. But he's taking it as a joke. All it's gonna take is for one security guard to feel offended by him and then just tip motherfuckers off yo he over here he in the Waldorf and motherfuckers pull up on him I think he need to chill I really do I think Takashi 69 needs to chill I think he needs to just make music I think people would respect him more if he just made music and left all the antics alone. Like the Meek Mill shit, the little dirt stuff, all that stuff, all that shit is unnecessary. You know, if the young boy just takes his focuses on music, then people might forget about what he did. And they might say, you know what I'm saying? Alright, we gonna let him let him we're gonna rock with him a little bit. Just a little bit. But if you keep on with these antics, if you keep on egging dudes on, you talking about dead rappers, you talking about this, you talking about that, then it's going to become a problem for you. Rap is going to be uncomfortable for you. You know, because like I said, eventually you're going to run out of money to pay for these security guards. Because his music is not that good, so his music can't be selling. Yeah, he makes 30 million streams, but how much money is YouTube paying you? You know, they're not giving you, like, a salary, like, they're not paying you like that. They're not. And that's what people fail to realize. You know, they're not kicking that bread out like that. Not one time, I want to see somebody show me a YouTube check. 
or direct deposit or anything from YouTube. I want to see what YouTube is paying these people because YouTube ain't paying you motherfuckers like that. You know, yeah, it's advertisement and all that shit, but it's not what we think. It's more than meets the eye. We got to be careful. We got to be careful if we're people that's trying to chase the wave that Takashi 69 is doing. Because there's some guys out here that are ruthless. And if they catch you in traffic, it's over. You know? Bobby Smurda, after doing a few years in prison, he's home. He's home. Bobby made it home. Bobby Smurda made it home. Shout out to the whole Bobby Smurda. Shout out to the whole camp that fucks with him. You know what I'm saying? My thing um, about Bobby Smurda is, will he provide the music that people need to hear as far as rap? You know, because Bobby Smurda has a couple of songs. Now, with these songs, those are considered old. But the hot, hot nigga song, that doesn't run out of gas too easy. That's the song that's going to be around for a long time. You know, that song might be around for a while. But you don't want to depend on that for your whole rap career. Can he do something else? Can he put something else out? Can he make another anthem like that? No, because Jalil Beats is nice on the on the boards. Nice, Jalil Beats put something together. Can somebody put something else together for him like that? You know, we we don't know yet. We don't know yet. We got we can't we can't even what we can't do is count him out. Let's not count Bobby Schmurd out. He just came home. Let's let's focus and let's think. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's give it a shot. Let's let's give it a chill. Because Roddy Rebel came home and Roddy Rebel put out a couple of songs. They were okay. They weren't all that. You know, it's just the the feeling that he came home and he went to he started spitting and rapping and shit like that. That shit kind of felt good for a particular moment. But can he keep doing it? We don't know. Because when they when when they were home, they really weren't rapping. They were going strong off that one song. You know? It's not like they were on stage giving you a fucking whole um anthem and shit. Like a whole bunch of songs. They weren't doing that. You know, when they were home, they were just they were they were shotgunning it, one song. And just, Killing it with that dance. But we'll see. We'll see. We will. We'll see. We'll see. And my thing is, I'm a fan of the music. I, I, I like Bobby Schmurd. I'm a fan of the music. What, what it is, is that I really appreciate what certain artists do. I appreciate the song that came out. And I appreciate the wave, the amount of happiness that it brought to the game as far as music goes. Because people were doing the dance. People were vibing. People were loving it. Everywhere you go, that song come on, they go nuts. 
So shout out to Bobby Schmurter. Shout out to the whole squad. His his whole team. You know. Get these guys their props, and um, welcome home to him and to him and Roddy Rebel. You know, welcome home to him and Roddy Rebel because you know freedom is a must. We're gonna we're gonna all agree agree to that. Freedom is a must, and I'm happy for these guys. Genuinely happy that they're free. You know, I know that when they got sentenced, there was light at the end of the tunnel for them. So that right there, we we you know we already know that, but um. You still don't want nobody to be away from their families for as long as they were away. A lot happens within one day. Imagine how much things happen in a year. Two, three, four, five, six years. A lot of things happen. A lot of things happen. So, um, yeah, much love to them. Um, the Brooklyn Nets. Let me talk a little basketball. The Brooklyn Nets are on a winning streak, and they are dominating right now. They are beating dudes' asses in basketball. On that basketball court, they are smashing people. Literally. My question is, can they do it in June? Will they do it in June? The Brooklyn Nets, can they win a championship? Because see, we got got we got teams like the Utah Jazz. Out of nowhere, they're playing some of the best basketball that people seen. But they're not dominant and they're not exciting. Like the Brooklyn Nets are dominant. They have a three-headed monster over there. In some cases, they got four or five-headed monsters. Because when these dudes all clicking, it's lights out. So my thing is, are they that good or are they good during the season? Because I've seen a lot of seasonal teams. Throughout my time in watching basketball, I've seen teams look okay. And you got to be like, damn, these dudes busting everybody ass. And then in the playoffs, they fold. Like, what about Giannis, Creek the Freak, the Milwaukee Bucks, ran through the East Coast. Get to the playoffs, and only thing dudes got to do is shut down Giannis. They shut Giannis down two years in a row, three years in a row, and these dudes don't really do nothing. The rest of the team, Middleton, I would have never gave Middleton all that bread. I would have said, dog, listen, you're not getting this money. We're going to bring somebody else in, and y'all going to split that. But Middleton is not that dude. He couldn't carry them. Giannis needs help to build to bring that team above, above the level that they're trying to get to. I'm talking about above that. Championship, they want to be dominant. They want to be the best. I don't see the Milwaukee Bucks ever being like that. Ever. Ever. You know, a lot of these guys, like, when I listen to, like, a lot of the, um, the guys on TV and shit, they sugarcoat a lot of stuff. 
They don't tell you the real. They don't say it. They don't say it like how it's supposed to be said. These dudes are not going to do it. Now, the Brooklyn Nets, I'm asking, will they do it? Because you still got teams like the Philadelphia 76ers. And these dudes are balling. You know, Embiid, who on Brooklyn going to stop Joel Embiid? See, people are looking at this three-headed monster thing like Kyrie, um, Durant, and Harden, and they're forgetting that there are other teams out there that are dominant. Like the 76ers are good. They're not bad. They're good. Ben Simmons is playing defense and offense. Joel Embiid is wilding out, literally. The motherfucker had a 50-piece this year. Tobias Harris got snubbed for the All-Star game, is doing his thing. Then they got the young guys on the bench. One of the best defensive players in the league. You got Shake Milton. And then we got rumors circulating that they want to bring Kyle Lowry to the team. Not to mention, you got a coach like Doc Rivers coaching that team. And he's quietly coaching them to one of the best records in the league. He's coaching the NBA All-Star game. You see what I'm saying? See, Brooklyn is is a question mark lingering over the Brooklyn Nets right now. The question is, can they win? Kevin Durant not even playing right now. It's just Harden and Kyrie. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm going to be a whole... I'm, I don't care. Kyrie Irving is one of the best point guards in the league. But Kyrie Irving not taking you to the championship by himself. He need Kevin Durant. Harden... And Kyrie not taking you to the championship. They will not take you to the championship. Harden and Kyrie won't do it. A lot of people might sit here and be like, yo, you tripping, you bugging. No, they won't. They need Kevin Durant. And they need the boy Drummond. Drummond needs to be a Brooklyn Net. If Drummond not a Brooklyn Net, the Nets don't win no championship. You can forget about it. He, They won't win. They won't. You know, it's a thing. It's a thing that's in the league. You need a big man. You need a dominant big man. You need somebody that's going to grab, that's going to give you 15 and 20. And Drummond might do it. Drummond might be that boy. 15, 20 plus, he's grabbing them rebounds. And he don't worry about him scoring the ball because you got Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie Irving, and you got James Harden. You don't need to worry about him scoring that ball. Just get it on the putback, dog. Grab the rebound, go up strong, put it in. You see what I'm saying? They don't, they don't, if they can get drumming, the championship will be theirs. Because I'm going to tell you something, it's going to come down to big men. Whoever got the most dominant big man in the league, you got Joel Embiid, you got the ball um, you got the ball from Utah, and you got Anthony Davis if he's healthy. These are the guys. 
These are the guys. These are the dudes that will end up being in that big dance. Whoever gets drumming will be there too. But if you don't got a big man in this league, you're not making it all the way there. You're not. You're not. I'm talking about right now. Right now, in this particular time, the big man dictates who wins the ring. The Lakers got Mark Gasol. The Lakers are in trouble. The Lakers are in big trouble with Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol going to have to do something drastic as far as changing his game in order for the Lakers to win. Anthony Davis is going to have to come back 100%. Not 90%, not 95%. He has to come back 100% because he's not healthy. He's hurt. And if he comes back too early and plays, he's done. You know, so what the Lakers are doing, the Lakers are trying to just make it. They're trying to get in a good enough position to get to the playoffs and then Anthony Davis will come back in and he'll be 100%. And they might make some noise. Might. That's a strong might. Because any team that got LeBron James is going to do some damage. And the Lakers got LeBron. It don't matter about anybody else. We know this already. It don't matter about who's running a point or who's doing what. LeBron is on that team. They're going to win. He's going to see to it that they win. Brian ain't going to sit there and buy and roll over like that. See, people looking at it from the wrong way. People are thinking that because LeBron James doesn't have Anthony Davis... That LeBron James is over for him. No, it's not. The Lakers are playing basketball right now. They're not playing the best basketball, but they're playing basketball. They're winning the games they need to win. They're losing the games they should lose. That's it. They beat Portland last night. They were, if People were saying they were going to lose to Portland. They beat Portland. They lost to Utah. Okay, Utah is the best team in basketball. They were supposed to lose to Utah without Anthony Davis, without um, Schroeder, without all of the hitters that they got. They were supposed to lose. But in the playoffs, we're going to see it's a whole different tune of basketball. A whole different tune of basketball. The game is different. The pace is different. The amount of aggression is different. The skill set is different. The play calling is different. Everything is different. Nothing's the same in the playoffs. Nothing's the same in the playoff. Playoff basketball is not like regular season basketball. Believe that. Please understand that. The Brooklyn Nets have that to worry about. The playoffs. Teams like the Lakers, they built for it, even though they're new. They got a lot of new faces. They still built for it. They won a championship. They know what to expect now. Brooklyn, the only person been to a championship, you know, Kyrie. Well, James Harden been to a championship with um, the Thunder. So we can't really count, count that out. But they're going to have to turn up. 
They're going to have to turn up and they're going to have to get drumming. They're going to have to get them. No drumming, no win. That's it. It's the big man league. It's a big man league. And Joel and B and the Sixers are going to go to the championship this year. And they, they might win. Philadelphia might win a championship this year. Let's be clear. You know, and nobody's talking about them. Everybody's talking about everybody else but Philly. We're going to see. And when you look back at this podcast, you're going you're gonna to hear, I said it first. March 28th, I mean February 28th, 12.36 a.m., I said the Sixers are going to go to the championship. And they might win. They might win. It's all about ratings. I don't see Utah going to the championship. I see maybe the Clippers. Doc Rivers might face his old team. It might not be the Lakers. But I think there's a chance it's going to be the Clippers versus Sixers in the championship. And boy, it's going to be made for TV. I'm watching every game. And by then, I hope fans are allowed in the stadium. Let the fans come back in. It's New Wave Podcast, man. We out of here. Thank you for welcoming me back. Everybody that's out there that's going to be seeing this. Um, The podcast is on all platforms. All major platforms. Ain't nothing... Ain't, ain't nothing they can say about that. I took off. Now it's time to get back to business. New Wave Podcast, New Wave TV, man. You already know what it is. Original clothing right here. Y'all know the Instagram the Instagram pages, original clothing. You know what I mean? You know what it is. Y'all going to see it posted up in the bio, but, you know, the bird is out. You know what I'm saying? It's original clothing, man. You want some nice teas? You want whatever? Holla at me, man. It's New Wave Podcast. Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in. We out of here. Peace.